0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Real People podcast. Tonight we are beginning a new candid conversation. All things spiritual. And as always, I am doing what I love, living my best life, having candid conversations with real people, no fluff, just authentic, candid conversations. So tonight I am here with my co-host for this evening, Mr. E.K. Chukwu. Anyema, who I refer to as E.K., and we will be having a candid conversation about all things spiritual. So E.K., I'm going to call you E.K. From this this moment forward, I'm going to call you E.K.
1: You are more than welcome to.
0: Okay, so before we get into our spiritual conversation, I really, really want you to talk about your name, because it's such a beautiful name. And um, so I'm going to let you go ahead and um, tell us the meaning of your name because I think it's going to play very mm-hmm. well into mm-hmm. our conversation. This
1: mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Dr. Caroline Bathia Jones. Let yes. me just say your whole name real quick. Thank you so much for inviting me on to this endeavor here, this podcast, um, for seeing me in a particular light that I actually don't usually see myself in, as someone who can talk about things. Uh, Related to spiritual matters. Yes. And um, we've had private conversations in the past and I've always benefited so much from the insights that you had and that I discovered that I had. So I'm excited for this journey. And um, you're so right, actually, to invite me to talk about my name because I wasn't even conscious of the way in which the meaning of my name is connected to our theme. And so, yes, as you said. (laughs) As you pronounced so eloquently just a few moments ago, my full name is Ike Chukwu Onyema. And Ike Chukwu does mean the power of God. I am Nigerian. Uh, I am from the Igbo language speaking group of Nigeria. And yes, it means the power of God. So Ike, that's the part that refers to the power, if you will. And then the Chukwu part is the part that refers to God. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the meaning of my name. And, and that's what we kind of here to talk about the power of God.
0: That's exactly what we're here to talk about. And the name is so beautiful. It is really, and I, I meant to ask you about your name on other occasions, but we, we just started going right into a conversation most of the time. So I didn't get a chance to really talk about it. But as I was, um, trying to make sure I had the right pronunciation of your name, I did a little research and I was like, oh shoot, talk about prophetic. <laughs> you know? So I'm I'm grateful that you had a chance to break that down. So I'm, think, just-
1: I'm thankful that you did the research. <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know, come on. I'm a researcher by heart. I research everything. Clearly. There is yes, nothing indeed. anybody could say, do, throw at me when y'all, y'all better come correct. When you come (laughs) to me, because Mm -hmm. I'm going to do all the research. I want to find out if it's fake news. I believe in everything people tell me, you know, that's the philosopher in me. I'm going to question every single thing.
1: True to your, true to your title as a PhD, as a doctor.
0: Yes, I I cannot help myself. I cannot. So we're going to just talk the way we normally talk. I want to first say that every single time that I have a conversation with you. I always leave enlightened. And I always feel like this is incredible that I have this this person who I can actually be myself with and talk about the things that are so important to me. And to you, it's commonplace maybe, but for me, it's like, you will be surprised at the many people who do not have conversations on this level at all and i'm kind Mm -hmm. of forced to be in those conversations Mm -hmm. where my Mm -hmm. soul and my spirit prefers to be in higher conversations which i can't be in because everybody is not on that higher frequency but you are
1: you know for me whenever we connect it really i think it just comes from this place of genuine curiosity and we set aside you know fears of like saying or thinking the wrong thing and we're just trying to connect and build and, and then something just takes over and we just kind of keep on going because um, <laughs> you know I know when I talk to other people for me to experience sometimes is I feel like I'm expected to say certain things or expected to think a certain way and then I start to look at myself through this lens of like peculiarity like oh like they're gonna think I'm Way left, like let me try to figure out, you yeah. know, how to stay inside this, this prescribed lane. But when mm-hmm. you and I are speaking, it's like, you know, forget the lanes. Like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna misconstrue what you're saying. You're not gonna mm-hmm. misconstrue what I'm saying into some weird place. It's just like, well, how, you know, just be mm-hmm. honest.
0: Exactly. Just be honest. It comes from a place of honesty, and I think spirit is drawing the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I always mm-hmm. felt that way, and you know, I've always. This is a me thing though. I've always felt like I always felt like I never belonged anywhere I was. Not that I'm saying that I don't have a right to be there, only feeling like I don't belong there for whatever the reason may be. And it doesn't matter where I end up, I always somehow feel that way. Mm. And then every now and then within that moment, I always seem to connect to someone. Mm-hmm. I don't care where I am. I I start out feeling like I don't belong in this place. Mm-hmm. Am I here? And then mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, <laughs> suddenly mm-hmm. someone finds me or I find them. And it's just like it's only the two of us in that room. Mm -hmm. Because it is like it's me and that person, and then everybody else just fades into this background. Mm -hmm. It is—it's amazing, and I always leave there thanking God that He rescued me again
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) from this
0: this very uncomfortable feeling that I'm feeling. Yet again,
1: Uh, Doctor Jones. Not only have I been there, um, I'm there regularly as well, and I'm there especially inside of the church building especially inside the church building i feel that um i just feel like and 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 it's not like i'm doubting like why other people are there necessarily but it's just like i'm just like is this for me and and then yeah i I just like i don't know if i really belong like i I want this to work, <laughs> but I
0: know, I know.
1: It, it don't feel like it's working all the way uh, for X, Y, or Z reasons. And um, yeah, yeah. But in terms of connecting, yeah, that, that doesn't always happen for me also. I mean, I'm, t- I'm thinking oh, okay. specifically of church, but, but beyond that though, when I'm in other spaces, generally I do find those connections. Um I think sometimes I want to find it in church uh it just that hasn't really happened although I feel like I have it when I talk to people about my experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: but yeah I can relate to that.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Um church I I wasn't even really referring to church because I've been so mm-hmm. far removed from church mm-hmm. for so long and see that is uh, Mm. almost like an oxymoron (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because like you like you had mentioned before like the expectation that people have of you right Mm -hmm. so and i guess rightfully so their expectations of me the first time they meet me or they somebody say oh this is dr j or this is you know Mm -hmm. dr jones or this is minister caroline because i have so many titles under the theology um rule um the first thing they ask me is what church do you go to? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then I have mm -hmm. to be forced to say that I don't go to any church. And then Mm they sit there and they're looking perplexed Mm -hmm. because they can't fathom me not being in a church. But like you, EK, Mm -hmm. I got to tell you that I've never felt comfortable in a church. Mm -hmm. And I mean, never, ever. Mm -hmm. And which is Mm -hmm. really quite strange because Mm -hmm. I've always been connected to my spiritual self. Mm-hmm. even as mm-hmm. a small child i'm talking mm-hmm. 10 11 12 years
2: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
0: i i had a realization of this thing this 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 feeling that there was something greater and where i understand the concept of church and christianity i know it well and i and i trust me i believe mm-hmm. i really do but was just the idea of the foundation of church, the rules, the regulations, the the being treated. And I'm speaking as a black woman, mm-hmm. so I'm also speaking mm-hmm. as a young black girl, a little girl. Mm-hmm. And so my experiences in the black church was not good experiences. So I can only speak for myself, but I've never, mm-hmm. I I never was able to. Reconcile that. So I never was comfortable in a church setting.
1: You know, you you just said so much there. And for me, a question is coming up right now that, you know, we're kind of already addressing and answering is, is it okay to not be in church? You know, like I feel like there are so many voices and people and messages around me. That answer that question in the negative, they would say, No, it is not okay for you to not be in church. In other words, you ought to be in church. Like you that like you cannot, like you no one's gonna I don't know enough people. I know some, I'm not gonna say I don't know enough people, but I know and I do know a lot of people who would not affirm a decision, of someone deciding not to be in the church.
0: <laughs> again, I'm not fitting in anywhere. <laughs> again, you you've you've just made that clear again. Mm-hmm. Um I went to church mm-hmm. because like everybody before me, I went to church with my parents. They took me to church. I was raised in church. Mm-hmm. Um I even went to church on my own even when I got grown. Mm-hmm. I took my children to mm-hmm. church. So it's not mm-hmm. like I've never stepped foot in church. It is just that my experiences inside the church were not favorable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I got to a place, and I didn't come to this decision lightly. In fact, right. I, I was right. just right. I was just in a church um, acting as an assistant minister, um, maybe seven, eight, nine years ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe 10 years ago. So it's not like I haven't been. And that experience all by itself, 10 years ago, when I Mm -hmm. left that particular church, Mm -hmm. I literally had, I prayed, my heart was heavy. It was a Mm -hmm. whole lot. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: When I made the decision that I was never going back Mm -hmm. to not just to that church, (laughs) 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 but I'm not going to keep doing this again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When, mm-hmm. when I made that decision, it was it was pretty mm-hmm. much final at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Now I can only I'm only on this podcast mm-hmm. speaking for me.
1: Right, right, right. You and right. I are and,
0: having a candid conversation too right. personal. I'm not we're not right. preaching to nobody. We're having no. our own personal conversations, right? No,
1: no, and, and as a matter of fact, I'm I'm overjoyed by people who do go to church and really get something deep and meaningful out of it. Like wherever you go or whatever you do for that spiritual nourishment, if that, if you are finding it there, like that's a beautiful thing, you know, like, you know, cause different things work for different people and, and that's a beautiful thing. So, and I know people yes. who have with consistency expressed that going to the church building feeds them in a way that they can't get anywhere else now although i can't relate to that from a personal level i'm glad to hear that you know because you got to go get it where you can you know because we need it
0: yeah we need i it. i totally so, agree and i know. like you i wish i was there i wish i could mm-hmm. feel that too i wish mm-hmm. that i and, and don't get me wrong ek I've had many great experiences inside of a church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many mm-hmm. great experiences, mm-hmm. but when I was searching deep within myself to find God, mm-hmm. it, it took me outside of the church. It took me down a road that the church um, couldn't take me down. It was it was a solo trip. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a trip in which I. Um, needed to have a whole group of people with me. It was mm-hmm. truly personal and it was truly a trip that I had to take by myself. It was a journey mm-hmm. I could not take within the, the, the four walls of a church. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're understanding.
1: I am. I am. And as you were sharing that, another question for me emerged. It was, you know, we're, we're talking about how church Hasn't been that place for you and I, but my, the next question was for me, like, so what, what, what do you do for spiritual nourishment? Where do you go for it?
0: Me? I have
1: it's a, it's a it's a yeah it's a, you're definitely gone. welcome to answer it you know, but it's, I mean it's, it's is there is a rhetorical
0: mm-hmm. question or mm-hmm. is it a real question I don't know is it rhetorical mm-hmm. no, you
1: can you can you can <laughs> if you it is it is wide open it's wide open for you you know because I'm meditating on that right now as we're speaking as we talk okay. about what hasn't worked for us to also think about what has worked for us
0: I can tell you what has worked for me mm-hmm. I have always I first of all I have always had a desire inside of me to find truth and truth about God, truth about my creator. Mm-hmm. I have studied the Bible and obviously I've studied the Bible because I have my doctrine in theology, but it was, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally have thrown my whole self into mm-hmm. um, this discovery. I have a personal relationship with with my mm-hmm. Lord and Savior and I have a personal relationship with the God who created me it's Mm -hmm. daily it's Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. I can't live or breathe without it and Mm -hmm. it's been with me ever since I was a little girl I've never Mm -hmm. been without it so Mm -hmm. I think for me because I've never been without it Mm -hmm. I really don't have to find it in a church because it has never not been with me Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'm making any Mm -hmm. kind of sense to you
1: you are you are, <laughs> you are, you are, it's in you.
2: <laughs> it's, yes. It's, in you. It's,
0: it's part of, it's part of every fiber of mm-hmm. my. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I am not a person who, 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 who say, oh, I don't go to church, but then I don't do nothing else. I don't read the Bible. I don't do right No, right. Not, no, sir. Right. No, sir. Right. No, sir. No, sir. Right. That mm-hmm. is not me. And it's mm-hmm. never been me. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I didn't need. The church as a validation, because I've always,
2: mm.
0: I've always had um, that desire and that connection in me, and I believe I'm filled with mm-hmm. God's spirit. I believe yes. I'm a true child of God. Yes, you know what yes. I mean.
1: Yes, yes, um, yeah. And so, even though the church hasn't been that place for you or I, um, the Bible is still the a Bible central part.
0: Is still of
1: our essential nourishment and the, and the same is true for me um it's it's a beautiful thing to unpack the word um especially with other people um and just hear the insights that you can glean from it and for me I actually had that experience it my, the precursor for me with that experience was you know just kind of being a like an English literature major um, in college and saying, yo, wow, like just, you know, unpacking and conversing about literature can be just so enriching and rewarding. And when I had the opportunity to do that, like with scripture, um, it it just was just more profound. It was like, man, like there are, there are so many ways to look at this. There are so many levels of, of lessons and nourishment to take from this. Um, and then, you know, to see those themes and to see those, you know, those lessons for lack of a better word, like just repeat itself in different parts of my life and just seeing, you know, just seeing it, just seeing it repeating. It's like, you know, the truth here is just, uh, you know, it's undeniable. So, um, it's definitely the Bible, although the church isn't always a place of spiritual nourishment. I certainly agree with you that the scripture and the Bible is, uh, and it is. It's, for me, especially in a, in like a collective setting where like multiple people are kind of like, yeah. you know, just processing it and making sense and sharing and asking questions. Um, it's worth wrestling with. <laughs>
0: yeah. And the thing is, is that I don't want anybody to think that either one of us think the church is bad. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that. In fact, mm-hmm. um I think the church is very much needed.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, in the same way a hospital is needed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But you go to the hospital because you're sick or broken or you work there, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't go to a mm. hospital and stay there.
1: That's interesting. At some wow. point,
0: at some point you're gonna get fixed, right? At some wow. point, or wow. you know, people who are really um, critically sick? They die in a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. I see the church the way I see a hospital.
1: Interesting. Right? That's
0: I've an interesting gone. Metaphor. To, I've gone to church when I was when I was extremely broken and feeling very much in need of mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, a different type of nourishment, mm-hmm. and I've been healed
2: mm-hmm. in the presence
0: mm-hmm. of of mm-hmm. being in that congregation, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I I don't need to. I don't need it every Mm -hmm. day or I don't need Mm -hmm. it if I'm healed. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. one of the things that you want to do when you're sick and you get healed, you want to stay healed. You don't Mm want to keep Mm -hmm. doing the same things Mm -hmm. that got Mm -hmm. you sick in the first place. Right.
2: Right.
1: Right. 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 I'm
0: trying to use an analogy that makes sense, sense to people. Um, yeah,
1: I'm. I'm. I'm like. I'm chewing on it right now as you as you share it.
0: <laughs> right, because um, like like we both said, we're we're not without um our daily word. We're not without mm-hmm. our nourishment. I still believe in mm-hmm. healing. I still believe that God is in the business of healing. So I still um, rely solely on the Word of God for healing, for mm-hmm. um, um relationships, for building up my family, for. Um, strengthening my family. I pray Mm -hmm. daily. I pray for my husband. I pray for my children, my -hmm. grandchildren, the people Mm -hmm. around me, my ministry Mm -hmm. that I've had for nearly 30 years. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I still believe Mm -hmm. in God for everything and there's a purpose and a place for everything. So there's a purpose Mm -hmm. and a place for church as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm certainly Mm -hmm. in no Mm -hmm. way saying that it's, useless. Mm-hmm. it's not useless. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I know right. people who've been to church every single Sunday, swear by church, and I promise mm-hmm. you their life ain't changed, not one bit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I see stuff like that, I'm heartbroken because I feel like you're not even understanding what you have mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. you, could, you could be healed, how you can change, how you can grow, how you can become more connected to God and the people around you. Mm. So, you know, but that's everywhere. You find yeah. that in school, you got people who yeah. go to, sc- you got kids who go to school for, for 12 years and ain't learn mm-hmm. a thing. Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: no, come on, you're a teacher. Let's not. <laughs> I, act, I am a teacher.
2: <laughs> <let's> <laughs>
0: not act like we don't believe that to be look, true.
1: Look, look, you're speaking, <laughs> okay. you know, you're, you're speaking truth. I, I have to usually tell myself like, as a teacher, you know, it, it's kind of like with flowers, you know, every I can't control when it's going to bloom, when each student is going to bloom or reach, you know, you a just certain have to level. Do your job. All I can do is we're in, but they're going to flower when they will. That's God's, right? you know, God knows that more than I ever will. So
0: Absolutely. I know what you
1: mean. I know what so, you mean.
0: You know, you got to if we can stop looking at. At things just because a person goes to church doesn't mean they're spiritual. And and this podcast mm-hmm. is right now, this particular subject we're talking about the difference between being religious, yeah, and being spiritual. Because yeah, I I've talked to a few people about that, and and I was confused by some of the the conversation. I've had a few people say that there really is no difference between being spiritual and being.
2: Religious. Mm-hmm.
0: But mm-hmm. I really think that there is. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask now I'm pondering mm-hmm. the question. I'm gonna ask you. Yes,
1: uh, yes, yes.
0: I'm gonna ask you that question. Do you mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. or believe that there's mm-hmm. a difference between mm-hmm. being spiritual mm-hmm. and being religious?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh very, very important and good question. Um, and I and I can only answer it for myself, um, for me. I do believe there's a difference in my life. There is a difference um, because I don't attend church regularly. And to me, when I hear the word "religious," it conjures the notion of religiously attending church and uh, observing religious traditions, such as that. That's like one of them. Um, and I don't, I don't go regularly. But I don't think that that means that I have an absence or even a weakness or even a deficit in my spiritual life. I don't okay. I don't feel that way at all. Um, you know, and now as I'm as I'm debating actually internally with myself about how how deep, <laughs> you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I want to go as I answer that question. I'm you reminded. Can go very
0: deep. Go deep.
1: You know, I'm reminded of the title of your podcast and, and the series and and what, what defines your podcast work and legacy, which is, you know, real talk with real people. Yes. So I'm gonna share, you know, more about myself as a real person because yeah, you know, I've already said that I'm Nigerian, I'm a teacher, but there's even more to me. There's I've had struggles, you know, and um one of my one of the areas of my life where I've had struggles with is actually with in, re, in relation to addictions. You know, I've had to overcome certain addictions and I won't go into detail about the nature or which ones, plural, they are, but I've had to, you know, navigate and overcome those and in the process of doing that, um, I I actually was introduced and embraced 12 uh, step fellowships around them and you know for those who may not be um intimately familiar with those fellowships they're, they're spiritual fellowships ultimately you know you have like that immediate goal of whatever you know the the you know the addiction is that you want to get sobriety from but the foundation of recovery in these programs is a spiritual foundation and um when i you know when i attend those spaces and i'm in that fellowship of folks it's very much a strengthening of my spiritual life um and i don't feel that as i said earlier i have a a deficit or something missing because i don't get fed like that from a from a church setting um so yeah, I do believe there's a difference. Um and as actually just to take this one step further in that fellowship, I'm around folks of a variety of religious background religious backgrounds and foundations. Okay. Um and we have, you know, spiritual discourses that um I I I don't ever get to have with folks who come from my own spiritual background and religious background because I was raised, you know, Catholic Christian. So um, to me, that's more evidence that there's a difference between, you know, religion and spirituality and um, at least, again, in my personal experience. And, uh, you know, I feel like I have a very strong spiritual life uh, and I would not say that I have a strong religious life in a sense because I don't attend church. But, you know, so, yes, the, the, I do believe <laughs> there's a difference.
0: Okay. But that's not a bad thing, you know. Um, you get to meet people and you get to talk to people, and to me, that's that's the definition of do not um, do not forget or always remember to assemble one with another. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The whole idea of that mm-hmm. is to keep us all strong,
2: mm-hmm. to, to strengthen,
0: mm-hmm. strengthen mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Your brother and your sister, if they're feeling down, mm-hmm. you start to Backslide, or they start to
2: to mm-hmm.
0: feel like um, um, moving away, or whatever. I, I believe that we have a, an obligation um, to to be one of the taglines in my ministry is the whole purpose of the ministry is to uplift, motivate, encourage, and educate. Mm-hmm. So the hope is is yes. that you're going to be there to to help somebody when they're feeling like they're about to give up or they're feeling like they can't go any further, just to remind them of who they are, a child of God, who they are, you know, the power that they have within them, because, you know, that to me, that's what it's all about when you love your neighbor as yourself, right? Because these are things that you would do for yourself, or you would hope that somebody would um, reach out and do for you. You're going to do the same thing. I constantly am having conversations with individuals um, about their spirituality, about their ready They, I've just had a conversation with a young woman who's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like I'm ready to do something different or go higher.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: in My life, but I don't even know where to begin. And I don't know how to read the Bible because I've never read it in my life. So I don't even mm-hmm. know where to start.
2: Mm-hmm. And when I
0: have conversations like that, with um, individual, there's no judgment coming from mm-hmm. me. It is it is a clear um, indication that these individuals are very much in need of someone to to support them, and I'm there to offer that support. You tell me how I can help you. If you want to just learn scripture, we can sit and we can talk and we can we can go over scripture. If you're looking mm-hmm. for um, a means to get closer to your God, the God who created you, the God of the universe. We can talk about how you can sit quietly with yourself and meditate mm-hmm. because so many people are looking for God outside of themselves and they're afraid to even sit with their selves.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And to me, that's where it begins. It doesn't begin outside of you. It begins inside of you. So I'm always here to be able to help somebody to understand the importance of looking within, not without. Because then you're able to when you when you heal yourself and you strengthen what you have inside of you, now you're in a better position to be there for someone else as well.
1: Wow, you you said two things that I want to pick up on. Um, you you, a, you mentioned meditation, and this is something I actually do share with my students, um, and I do offer meditation opportunities to my students, um, but. I share with them that when I was like, when I was a teenager, um, even, you know, right after high school, college, I really had a lot of anger. Um, and, and I don't know how many people around me knew and they might have, I really don't, I legitimately don't know, but it was, I I was, it was like a quiet anger. Hmm. It was like, it was like. I was and I was I was more inclined to implode than explode, although I had some moments of explosion. But it was like I didn't know what to do with this like rage, this fire or whatever. And I remember when I got exposed to meditation, and I'm I'm not even sure who, how, or what. Um, <laughs> but I got exposed to it. Um, and and it it really helped to transform me. Um, these days as a teacher, you know I often have students who are like, you know you don't seem to you you have a like a really calm demeanor like you know are you always this calm and I'm like I was not a I was not always this calm and b it's the result of of an intentional practice that I have like I meditate regularly and it and it made a real difference and it wasn't until much later that I could connect that with like a spiritual practice, but because yeah. I'm always used to folks, you know, uh in the Christian tradition that I've been exposed to generally to connect with God was to do it through through words, through through praying with words, which is a very important way to connect with God. Right. I certainly am not um trying to diminish that, but I didn't know that I could also connect to God by being quiet, quiet by being silent <laughs> and just breathing. Yes. I didn't, I didn't know that mm-hmm. that was another avenue or a way to connect with God and and it's not one that is often practiced mm-hmm. in the religious spaces that I've been in. Um but it's one that definitely works it's in, it's indispensable for me. Um, so I'm so glad you you mentioned meditation because it it has been a spiritual practice, just just being quiet and breathing deeply. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous how much of a transformation and I mean, yeah. a transformation. Yes. Like it's the difference between like I wouldn't be able. I don't think I'd be able to have the career and the livelihood that I have right now if I didn't have that practice. I, I, I just couldn't like teaching requires yeah. a certain level of patience that I don't think I'd be able to muster if I didn't already have some kind of practice to help me to to strengthen it. And that's 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 a gift from a higher power, it, you know. It, <laughs> it most
0: definitely is. You know? Which is why I don't understand why so many people don't do it in fact. I've had a few um young ladies who I've spoke to about this practice who were heavily in the church that it puzzled mm-hmm. me to hear them say that the church that they went to, I'm not going to say all churches. This is not a whole thing. No, it
1: ain't. No, it ain't. But it's this is an unlimited experience.
0: Right. And this experience from this, a couple of young women, not just one, who said that meditation is frowned upon in the church.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. I've heard it too.
0: Did you hear? Okay.
1: <laughs> I've and heard I, it too.
0: I was always puzzled by it. it always, I've heard it too. It always puzzled me, and I could not I, get it. I, I, and the yep. minute you start talking about meditation, they go into oh, now she's starting that yeah. devil stuff, and I'm like, literally, wait, wait. literally, Whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> you <know>? right,
2: hold <laughs> oh, up, my,
0: oh hold my up. gosh, You're being mm-hmm. accused of blasphemy, you know? yeah, yes, yes,
2: yes,
1: yes. So
0: yes. you experienced that too?
1: I have, I have, um, by a dear friend of mine, and you know, just because we. See, don't see out of eye on one thing doesn't mean we can't still be dear friends. Absolutely. He's still a dear friend of mine, but but he sees it differently, kind of like you know, I don't know where that power is coming from, so I don't, oh, you know. Oh my god, uh, oh
0: I am I'm so like, puzzled by mm-hmm, that.
2: Mm-hmm, I'm
0: gonna mm-hmm. read and, something, I'm gonna read something from mm-hmm. Timothy. I have to, um, from where Tim is second, Timothy. Oh,
2: yes, mm-hmm.
0: 3 5. Mm, please. And 2 Timothy 3.5, I don't know which translation this is, but it says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such Mm. turn away. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power.
2: Mm.
0: In other words, Mm. they will act religious, but they Mm. will reject the power. That mm. could make them godly, and, mm. and you cannot get to that place in my in my personal experience without meditating on the Lord night and day. Mm. I literally meditate on the Lord night and day. And it's the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up because it's the first thing. It's the last thing I do before I close my eyes to go into that REM sleep. You understand? Yes. And then yes. throughout the day, because like you, E.K., I don't know if I can get through my day mm-hmm. without having some peaceful moments of meditation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I could deal mm-hmm. with people in that way without Shh. having some kind of help from from my highest yes. uh, uh, power
2: yes you understand what i'm
0: saying i call Mm -hmm. on the power of the lord Mm -hmm. daily Mm
2: -hmm. throughout
0: the day Mm -hmm. to get Mm -hmm. me even through my work day
2: Mm -hmm.
0: meditation is a must Mm
2: -hmm.
0: okay Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: i I love that you um you said your highest power Uh, i usually I usually, (laughs) i usually refer to you know as higher power but I like highest it's it, it funny it brings me back to my name Chupu because Chupu is indeed like the highest um you know in the Igbo language uh the high like you know in other words among many um Chupu represents the highest so I appreciate you using it framing it in that way um oh,
0: yeah gotta live up to that name you know, BK hey, <laughs>
1: hey amen amen And, and you know, something else that you shared before, too, that I also wanted to pick up on was you were talking about your ministry and about the importance of of like really being there for somebody else. That was really what was coming through for me in terms of the mission of your ministry. It's like we're here to be there, whether it's to educate, to motivate, to uplift one another. And for me, Mm -hmm. encourage like for me. And again, as, as we have said, and we'll probably continue to say this even if we sound like a broken record but this is not to disparage church in any way uh because it 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 is a valuable place for so many people you know um but but something that i've observed in my experiences in church is that and and, you know i perhaps i need to look at myself and ask myself why but it's not often that I get to know what somebody else is struggling with and, and that who's sitting on that same church pew as me. Like I could, we could go to church for week after week, year after year, you know, we're wearing our Sunday best, you know, fresh haircuts and hairdos and clothes. And, you know, we, we, we do all the things that's related to the service and then we walk out and we don't really know what, you may not know what the other person is struggling with what the other person is going through. Like, like that, like the vulnerability that's yeah. required for you to know what someone else is going through and for them to know what you're going through and, like, and not just like, you know, the surface stuff, you know what I mean? But no, like I'm, to really exactly be there for somebody mean. who needs some encouragement or, you know, like who just whatever it, it I haven't, I don't usually have that experience. Like I don't get to know people on that level in church. And uh and, and we going through some ish, you know. <laughs> like we we go we both going through some ish, mm-hmm. whether or not we're being honest with ourselves and or each other, you know, because you know, you ain't nobody gonna make it through this road all going through some real stuff.
0: Absolutely. And
1: uh and we don't always get to know that know someone else that well in the church building. And I'm like, you know, this, this feels fake, (laughs) you know, it's like, if we, if we not really connecting and sharing on the real, but we talking about the power of God, like something not really adding up then, you know, like, I'm sorry, but it just don't, it's, you know, it seems that something is missing, (laughs) but that is only my, you know, humble yeah uh observation and i I realize I know only a little
0: no uh I understand exactly what you're saying and I really hate that because that's the place in which you could you should be able to be vulnerable. I you know I've always been accused especially by my husband and it's true and I know it's true mm-hmm. of wearing my heart on my sleeve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I need to master what scripture says, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing because Lord have mercy. I just Mm -hmm. am too honest Mm -hmm. (laughs) about myself and about things Mm -hmm. around me. I don't, I don't, Mm -hmm. I detest liars. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: To me, lying by omission is still a lie. Mm -hmm. So I, I literally am very honest and truthful, forthright and authentic. I've always been that way. And, um, you know, my husband says, I just tell too much. And I and I just had this conversation with him before I came on this podcast. And I said, I I really want to learn how not to be so forthright and just keep some things to myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I honestly I I, I'm too trusting of people. And then you get to a place where you don't trust people at all. Mm -hmm. Because you can't I say I can't be the only authentic person in the world. It, it just doesn't make sense to me that I'm the only authentic person in the world. There's got to be people like me mm-hmm. who who are honest and trustworthy and truthful, you know. And, and so I just don't, I, I don't want to hide that part of me, EK. I don't want to bury that part of me. I don't want to become something different. And I feel sometimes like I have to. And I think that's the reason why I feel so out of place because I fight so hard not to be that person to the point in which I'm uncomfortable everywhere I go. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
0: I know, Mm -hmm. okay, Caroline, don't talk to people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't Mm -hmm. talk to people because you're going to say too much. And then they're going to turn Mm -hmm. around and use it against you, or they're going Mm -hmm. to somehow harm you in some way. So now I'm guarded Mm -hmm. and now I'm so guarded that no matter where I am, I'm so guarded that I don't feel comfortable anywhere. Am I making any kind of sense? Because sometimes I think I'm talking crazy. Yeah. Talk.
1: No, you know, I I appreciate you sharing that. You know, especially the um even the, the the scripture you quoted about the left hand shouldn't know what the right hand is doing. And I'm I'm probably not saying that word for word, but
2: yeah.
1: Um, you know, that's what I heard you say, and it's the part of me when I heard you say that I was like, for me, the foundation. Of my spiritual evolution, I believe, or the vehicle for my spiritual evolution has been, you know, sharing and connecting with other people with vulnerability. Me too. Um, There's no, I don't think that I could have experienced any kind of spiritual growth if I wasn't willing or able to share with vulnerability, but to your point, you know, there has to be, you know, there has to be like a similar understanding that like, you know, this is being shared, but, you know, this is also to be protected. You know, like this isn't, you know, I'm not sharing this to be judged. I'm not sharing this to be, you know,
0: used given against you later, you know, right. Or, yeah.
1: on mm-hmm. how to fix it or to be yeah. used against you. Like we do have to have a similar understanding in order for us to share. And, you know, and I think that's, you know, for spiritual fellowship, that's a benefit of it because mm-hmm. if I have a spiritual fellowship of people of a like mind and a like understanding, then then I can be as vulnerable as I need to be and yes. and they can be as vulnerable as they need to be with me for our continued spiritual evolution. Yes. But without a spiritual fellowship where, where there's these, you know, common understandings of, of how we're going to be with one another when we share, absent of that, then no, you know, the sharing doesn't happen, the connecting doesn't happen. And, you know, as a result, you know, the benefits of, of our highest power doesn't happen, you know, like, so spiritual fellowship is needed in order for us to connect and share beautifully. Um, And, you know, so while, you know, we may have been talking about the ways in which church, we haven't been able to find that kind of spiritual fellowship in the church. It doesn't mean that we don't take the steps we need to take to cultivate it in other spaces you know church isn't the only place where that can be cultivated in our humble opinions
0: right that's what
1: i is what i gather
0: no it is that's correct and for me i get that in my ministry Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. the women in my ministry we do have that connection we Mm -hmm. have that spiritual connection but we also have that trust we do share we, we mm-hmm. do, we're vulnerable, mm-hmm. we cry, we laugh, we, mm-hmm. we share each other's experiences, we know each other's families, we, we're holding each other up, we're um, not just quoting scripture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're <laughs> experiencing what life has to experience, and we're reminding each other through scripture Many times, oftentimes, that we we do have the power and the ability to overcome our um, um, bad times, whatever the case may be, whether it's a health issue or whether we're having trouble with our family or whatever the case may be. We've been there for each mm-hmm. other. That has been my rock. I will tell mm-hmm. you that Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ ministry is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. The name Mm -hmm. itself Mm -hmm. tells you. Mm -hmm. Sisters, we Mm -hmm. see ourselves as sisters Mm -hmm. not in Christ, and we are helping one another. We're truly doing it with authenticity. And I Mm -hmm. love this ministry. And this ministry Mm -hmm. has been my life's blood. And I'm going to tell you, if I didn't have it, I don't know where else I would get it from. Because like you said, I didn't find it in a church. But I have found it in sisters helping sisters in Christ's ministry. And when the other women talk about the ministry, they talk about it in the same way I'm talking about it because they have also found it within
2: mm-hmm. yes. This, yes. this
0: ministry that we have. Yes. So I'm very proud of that. Yes. Because yes. that is how God is using me. Okay. And I'm and I and I heard that calling. I heard mm-hmm. that thing and, and said, I will mm-hmm. do it. And there have been many times when I wanted to just say, okay, I had enough. I need to close these doors down. And just in every single time, every single time I get overwhelmed or too tired, or I'm doing so much, or I can't do some of the things that I enjoy, like writing or putting on plays and stuff that I enjoy. It always comes back to this because this ministry has been my calling. And I have answered that call, and I will not close down the doors until God says I am done. I will be obedient to it, and and that's what I have, and that's what's been keeping me. And I'm and I'm very proud of that. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. I just want to take a moment, a breath, to just mm-hmm. bask in that, if you don't mind.
0: No, go ahead.
1: It's mm-hmm. a
0: beautiful mm-hmm. thing
1: i mean it's a blessing to have found to to have found that um for me for me as i've mentioned earlier it's been the 12-step fellowships (laughs) believe it or not um i'll often say i got way more than i bargained uh for when i stepped through those doors um but very similar to what you just shared and and if and I'm glad you 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 mentioned the name of your ministry, sisters helping sisters helping sisters in Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I'm glad, you know, that Christ is in that title because I do want I want to talk about Jesus for a little bit. And I know we're gonna yeah. wrap no, up. We, no, in, we can talk about bit. Jesus. Go
0: ahead. But I
1: want to I wanna talk a bit about Jesus. And I ain't got no certifications to talk about Jesus officially. You don't need a I
0: certification to talk studied, about Jesus. Okay. You know what I'm
1: saying? Thank you. <laughs> I just want to talk about my humble small slice of understanding of Jesus and as I understand and I'm glad that I have a scholar in dialogue with me who can you know just help guide me if I if I you know as 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 I do this um but I do want to talk about Jesus because I hear us talking about the ways in which the orthodoxy of the church hasn't worked for us. And we're not bashing it necessarily, but we just, we found alternatives. And, and to me, when I, when I spend time with the narrative and the story of Jesus, I see someone who, for whom the orthodoxy of the religious, you know, ways of that time wasn't working for him. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he, he, he seemed like he was constantly in battle with with those who were regarded as the you know the you know
0: the keepers the of folks the law who
1: the keepers <laughs> of the law thank you <laughs> thank you i wanted to say lawyers so i said not lawyers don't sound right, right but keepers of the law there we go um but i see somebody who was like in juxtaposition if not opposition at times with those keepers of the law and it was just kind of like this peculiar dude <laughs> yes. jesus was a, he didn't fit in like he did not fit in to the orthodoxy right. of his time and he went and got some other fellows who saw it the same way <laughs> who, who got they to say just yo we're gonna like kind it, of figure
2: out
1: our <laughs> Yeah, all the misfits it's a group of misfits it's like you know that's to me that's that's like and so when, when you and I are saying yo we, we feel like misfits when we go around I'm not trying to bash a thing but since I feel like a misfit, let me just go to that space or cultivate that space where me and these other folks who also feel like misfits can kind of get right with each other. And, you know, and, and unfortunately that sometimes comes with various kinds of judgment, but yeah. so be it. Like, yeah. so, but, but to me, that's also part of what Jesus is it's like, so be it. Like, you know, if, if I pay a price for this, I'm going to have to bring it. Cause you know, Cause I know who my father is. Like I'm, you know, I, I gotta go there, you know. And I, go Kind of see.
2: Go ahead. I see.
1: What well, I, I did not intend to preach. I'm just go sharing ahead, my, preach. you know, go my ahead. little, my little bit of understanding here. That that I'm, you know, trying to develop a little bit at the time. But I just see a lot of parallels between the conversation you and I are having about the difference between religion and spirituality and and the spiritual fellowships that we have found, and in the, the religious, you know, way that, that doesn't quite, you know, fit. And, uh, I just wanted to say that about Jesus, that, that, that's, that's my, that, that's how I connect with Jesus at times, you know?
0: No, I'm glad you, I'm actually glad you said that. Um, it's very important to me that, that people understand, well, I won't say people as it's a broad spectrum, the individuals that I deal with, especially the women that I deal with have a, a greater understanding of, of Jesus and how he operated. Mm-hmm. We just finished. Well, this, um, uh, this week we'll be finishing a series that I started with my group. We were reading essays, um, mm-hmm. um, women in religion, and we were reading religious, um, essays that were written by real women about their experiences mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. uh, and and most of them were not favorable like what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And um, that was done on purpose so that because um as as women as black women specifically we're in this this group,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have felt um, like at times we didn't belong in spaces, right? And what what I was trying to show is you're not by yourself in that thought, because as we're reading all of these essays from women who had similar experiences, what I wanted to do now is be able to introduce Jesus in a way that they may not have seen Jesus (laughs) before. Mm -hmm. Because now that you have experienced all of these other women's experiences and how they felt and how they were treated and how they you know, were treated specifically in a religious institution such as church. Now I want you to see as we read through the pages of scripture how Jesus treated women. Because the Mm. way Jesus treated women was definitely different from the way Mm -hmm. men in the church treat women, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. In the church. And Mm -hmm. even as a whole, the way men, some some men treat women but Mm -hmm. what I'm but what I'm not trying to cause a male female Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to get you to see is your authority to sit at the feet of the master right and feel good about that you know that you don't have to take a background you don't have to be a person who says well my role is this my role is that your role is whatever God gave you to, to, to be right. So mm-hmm. you can be more than just a mom or a secretary mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. You could be whatever God has given you the ability to be right. And there are mm-hmm. many scriptures in the Bible that support that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the most popular ones is the story of Mary and Martha,
2: mm-hmm. where
0: we see in that story, Martha chose to stay in the tradition of women are supposed to do the work, serve the men and what have you. And we see Mary took a whole different direction when she chose to sit at Jesus' feet with the rest of the Mm -hmm. disciples so she could learn and -hmm. understand. And when Jesus gives us this information, um, the expectation is that we are going to learn and that we are going to grow. Because it Mm -hmm. is just as much for us as women as it is for men, right? Because the kingdom belongs to us as well as it belongs to men, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So because I have a women's group, I'm trying to empower women to understand that they have the ability and the power to live a godly life, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever that life is that was given to them because we all have different lives, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's not the same. My life is not like your life. But we have an obligation to the life we were given. Mm -hmm. And Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I just really want to bring all that out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So starting our season with just simply reading and discussing essays about Mm -hmm. other women's experiences Mm -hmm. leads Mm -hmm. us into a greater conversation about Jesus Mm -hmm. Because, like you said, you mm-hmm. want to talk about Jesus for a minute.
2: Mm-hmm. You want to talk about mm-hmm.
0: Jesus too. Yes, and I yes. Want, want us because this is all about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Especially mm-hmm. When, when
0: we're talking about Christianity or mm-hmm. Catholic, Catholic, or or is all under the Christianity mm-hmm. umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. all about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And and so many of us don't even understand who he was, right? And I right. want that to change because I want mm-hmm. us to see a side of Jesus that you may not have been taught in church right?
2: yeah, yeah
1: I wanted to ask you a question as you were talking about that book um the, the book uh, Stories about um, women's experiences yeah. in the church which as a man I, I I you know not until I'm invited to consider. That women could be having a vastly different experience than me. Uh, yeah, do I even do, does it even cross my mind? <laughs> you know. So, a I'm I'm thankful that you're underscoring the fact that women, black women, are having an entirely different experience than black men or men. Period yeah. Yeah. in the church. And uh, if if I'm struggling in the church, and um and as a man. Uh th- there could be some other struggles happening that I probably can't even fathom. Um, so I'm thankful that you're naming that. And I but I'm curious not to lose the importance of the unfortunate experiences of women in the church. But in that book, I'm just curious were were there were there joyful experiences as well being um described? There
0: were, but it had <laughs> nothing to do with church. Those mm. joyful experiences. It yeah. was coming to an understanding of who they are, mm. who and and their their experiences, bringing them to a place of joy.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: Because it it helped them to really open their eyes and truly see who they who they are. And sometimes mm. we have to go through things
2: in order mm. for us
0: to truly get to see what we're capable of. Our strength doesn't just show up until we're going through struggles right <laughs> and it's in that moment that we discover that we are able and and we are capable and we can get through it
2: you know
1: mm, thank you for sharing that <laughs> thank you for sharing that mm, yeah and a book I might have to add to my list <laughs> You know, and and it talks, then it also just speaks to the importance of documenting our experiences to be shared with others.
0: I Um, love that part. I do. You know, I love the documenting because, like you mentioned earlier, you don't know. You can be sitting right next to someone who is in that moment, they're enjoying the music, they're they they've thrown themselves into mm-hmm. everything they're crying and they're doing everything and you think it's just they're in the spiritual religious um realm but they're hurting right they have pain that you don't know nothing about and right. they're afraid to share it with you or they're afraid to to be judged right and right. so just knowing that we can mm-hmm. at least now learn from right because isn't that what we're doing when we read scripture? Scripture is a is a lot of stories. Stories about Can
1: you say that again,
0: please? <laughs> scripture <You know>? it <laughs> is stories of you know? lives of the ancients you know? that
1: yes. we're learning from. Yes. 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 Y- you know, I um oh my God, I appreciate you saying that. And and now two things have popped into my mind. So a um uh rapper jay-z sean carter uh from from marcy brooklyn he had a um he had an installation at one of the brooklyn libraries i believe it was called the book of hove and um you know i heard about it he he and i didn't actually see it but i know of it and i just want to talk about that title though and i think where he's because i think he's often also there are multiple perspectives on him and his choices especially around you know religious references but when he writes the book he's he's talking about his own book he's talking about you know i'm documenting my experience and you know how i was able to you know do the parallel of like turning water to wine you know for me i was born into some very you know impoverished circumstances and i I did certain things I I felt I needed to do to be who I am now and him documenting and telling his story. He's like, you know, this is the book of hope. Like, this is my book. This is me documenting my experience. There are other books, you know, in the Bible and so forth of other folks doing the same thing. You know, I was actually, I happened to be reading about Saul earlier today, just myself, right. Somebody who was, you know, persecuting christians uh you know until he was called to do otherwise um so why can't you know jay-z talk about you know what he did (laughs) along his journey to be where he is and why can't you and i do the same
0: go ahead and preach saying
1: why can't you and i do the same thing and now i'm even thinking like when you think about church institutions or any institution right and we're talking about you know spiritual spirituality versus religion like holding a space for us to document our experiences you know I would love that that would be a really cool um I don't know if that would be a ministry I don't know what you what you would label it, but you know that would be dope you know, just some some chances to write and document, you know because we would only be acting in accordance with the model left for us in yeah. this. By the Bible.
0: By scripture. But you
1: know.
2: <laughs> right. You right, know right.
0: Because that is the premise of what I wanted yeah. from the women in the ministry. For them to write that. I told them. We are history now. We are history in the making. And years from now. Hundreds of years from now. Maybe even thousands of years from now. Someone will be learning about us.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and And it would be great if if we could be honest and authentic so that those stories can be told correctly please you know so
1: please
0: it's and that's how i'm doing and this is all of this is legacy for me Mm -hmm. all of what i'm doing right now with the podcast and and the ministry and and the writings and and you know is all legacy work because i won't be here forever and, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to tell my story? Well, I hope I can tell my own story. I hope I can be honest and authentic enough to leave behind a footprint that truly speaks to who I was as a person. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. That's, you know, it's a humble endeavor. And at the very same time, it's a magnificent one.
0: Well, let's just hope I can you do know. You know, yeah. Time yeah. waits for no
1: one. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, and and, and you know, it's going to be you. you you're going to do the best you can, and I, I also hope to do the best I can. And and it's also incumbent upon what those f- for whom it's bequeathed is what they do with it. You know, <laughs> like exactly. You know, I'm, I'm giving you all the seeds. You know, I'm giving it to you. Like you know, and you, you are you going to are you going to take it? And you know, I can't. You know, it, the hopefully the soil is fertile enough for it to become what it can become, you know, and for some of your descendants, it will be, and for some, it won't be, (laughs) you know?
0: And, you know, you have to also know that it'll be, um, um, somehow manipulated and, and, and rewritten and told more flowery or whatever the case may be because. Oh
2: yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. None oh, yeah. of that was lost on scripture either. Oh, yeah.
1: scripture Exa- had- I was just about oh, to say that. I mean, I was you know, you know, I mean, how many
0: real, how know? many
1: crimes against humanity have been done in the name of scripture?
0: Exactly, you know, so let's keep it all the way real.
1: So, you know, don't let it stop you now.
0: All right, well, EK, this is yeah, good. and as we I think this is a good place to end it I'm going to mm-hmm. let you know the last words as you know um before I take it take it out and end it yes but as always mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. a great conversation <laughs> with you because talking to you is easy
2: mm-hmm.
0: very easy and I want mm-hmm. to thank you for um allowing me to to move into another area that was important to me and and yeah you, you didn't say no and you're like, mm-hmm. let me think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm, like a flat mm-hmm. out, no way, girl.
2: Uh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to uh-huh. open this can of worms. But <laughs>
2: uh-huh. I-, I was
1: scared. I was scared. I, know, I, I gotta frustrated. be honest. I am scared. I ain't gonna say it's like it's the past tense, but um, you know, my faith means that uh it doesn't doesn't promise that I'll never have another fear for another day for the rest of my life. That's not the promise. Uh, you know, the promise is that, you know, I won't be alone if I if I seek. <laughs> so uh you know um I'm thankful that I'm really thankful that you invited me. I, I couldn't say no. My spirit would not have allowed me even if I wanted to say no. Um I couldn't because spirit- I've had a I've I've had a rich I've had a very enriching spiritual journey. Over the last several years, and uh, um, being in conversation with you is—it's uh, just a great way to unpack it. And you know, if it benefits others who decide to tune in and listen, uh, that's another blessing from our highest power. And um, yep, you know, if if you if you are—it's almost as if you've been privy to some one-on-one conversations that I've been having with other people with regard to the role that church plays in my life. Because I've been trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to figure it out. I've been trying to like, see, man, can I fit in? And all that, uh, what we talked about earlier. And um, it, it, it's so affirming to have this conversation because I, I don't know if I sound self-assured to others who might hear this conversation, but let me assure you that you know, I'm riddled with doubts frequently about, am I moving in the right way? Is this right? Is this, is it okay for me to be as I am? Did God make a mistake with me or something? Like that's, you know, I don't know if that came, comes through. I don't want to come through like I, like I don't figured things out because I truthfully haven't. And, uh, and this, this conversation just affirms me and, and it eases those, those concerns. So I'm, I'm filled with gratitude. Thank you.
0: No, thank you for saying that because I just had a conversation with a young woman who feels exactly the way you feel. And, and, she, and she was looking for permission in a sense to move forward with her own experiences and allow herself to reach her highest self. Does she need to ask for permission to move forward to go different or, you know, because I think we're all thinking that there's there's this is in a box if i don't go to church or if i am not with this group of people or if i'm mm-hmm. not doing that, am i doing this right mm-hmm. do i have permission to to try to do this on a one-on-one basis right mm-hmm. and and that's what i'm hearing from you too right and, and do do i need yes you, right
1: and, you you yes
0: and I, and i'll say I'll say the same thing to you that I said to her, that there's this beautiful passage in the Bible that is credited to God Almighty, who says, if you search for me with your heart and your soul and your mind and practically everything you have within you, Mm -hmm. I will let you find me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And it's such Mm -hmm. a beautiful invitation for you to put your heart and soul into this search for your highest Mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that right there's a journey that you can only take by yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you have to put everything you have into it. It has to mean that much to you. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's what Mm -hmm. I was talking about when I was saying how I've been on this journey since I was like 12 years old. And I have put every single bit of myself into this journey. And I ain't no ways tired. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. Not no ways. And I have gone through a lot in my life, just like you. We didn't talk about our struggles. Maybe that'll be a question we have next time. I went through Mm -hmm. a lot I mean, there are so many things that I went through where I could have threw my hands up and say, this God mm-hmm. thing ain't working for me because, see, I ain't seeing none of the promises <laughs> that was, mm-hmm. you know, But mm-hmm. I, I did not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, mm-hmm. I kept my faith where my faith was. And I believed mm-hmm. as I believed. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you now and I don't we we're going to close this. But mm-hmm. when I tell you now that I am seeing now on this 40 plus year journey. I am seeing now some of the fruits of those prayers and that faith that I am seeing it now, because here is what I want to leave everyone with. I, I always, always start and end with the seed principle. Mm-hmm. When you put a seed in the ground to grow a tree, standing watch over it ain't gonna make it grow any faster
1: that's a fact
0: you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we will reap what we sow because another one of my mm-hmm. favorite scriptures mm-hmm. whenever i was getting all upset with god a little bit because it's like why are all these people benefiting and why mm-hmm. am i struggling and i've given my whole entire Speak. life to doing things mm-hmm. just ain't Burning out right, like what is happening? Yes, I had my moments, but then the spirit would say to me, God will never be mocked for whatever a man soweth, that would be a woman too, that they will reap. You understand? (laughs) You (laughs) reap what you sow. Say it again. I have been intentional with the seeds. That I've been planting, ek. I have been intentional, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some mm-hmm. of those harvests starting to come now of seeds I planted over forty years ago. Look at
1: that! Look at that!
0: And I, and I, I want this testimony because I, I, I because I need it to be real. I need people mm-hmm. to see and feel and understand the reality of what I'm trying to say. I've been faithful. Mm faithful. Even when things were not going my way, I remained faithful. Even when my heart was broken and some of the that brokenness came from inside of a church. And even mm-hmm. when I was broken, I stayed faithful. Never once, ever once did it even occur to me to stop believing in the God who created me, to stop trusting, And the God who created me to stop living for the God who created me. Never once did it even enter my brain Mm -hmm. that that would even be an option for me. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No,
1: don't, don't.
0: I say I'm living my best life ever.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It was a long time coming. And it is God saying, I never forgot you, daughter. I'm reaping what I have sown. Amen. So I will continue to be a testimony for my children, for my children's children. Because that's what I have to give, and that is what I saw all my life from my mother. Okay? And that is what I'm giving to my daughter and my granddaughter and my son and my grandson faithfulness and belief right that's mm-hmm. my legacy mm-hmm. and that is my testimony
2: mm-hmm.
1: well, we we are on our way to a beautiful journey ahead this is i feel i feel blessed i feel blessed to be in conversation with you i love i love that we have similar Stories to tell, yes, and we also have different ones to tell,
0: and it's those different um, stories. This is just really cool. This us. is, yes,
1: this is just really cool. This is really cool, yes, that's a perfect note,
0: yes. So, you've been listening to Real Talk with Real People podcast, and this is our new um podcast called All Things Spiritual. I'm Dr. Caroline Thea Jones, and my co host tonight is Mr. Hey. E K Chuku Chuku Oyama,
1: Onyama.
0: yes. I call him Mm -hmm. E K. He said it's okay Mm -hmm. to call him E K, but -hmm. his whole entire name is powerful, and so I always, I always want to end with that E K. So I want you to say it one more time. What is your name?
1: E K Chuku E K Chuku Onyama
0: that's right we're gonna say with power because it actually literally means the power of god amen amen that's what it means means and that's what we're gonna end with so thank you for tuning in to another episode and we will see you back here again next month so
1: you're more than welcome thank you dr jones
0: all right and if you want to be a part of this podcast, any one of these podcasts—it doesn't matter which one you choose—whether it's author speak, a candid conversation with Dr. Caroline Stead Jones, or living your best life with Caroline and AJ, or this particular podcast, all things spiritual. Please reach out, send an email to r t r e candid conversations at gmail.com. Y'all know I always get that wrong, right? But it don't matter because I'm gonna put it in the writing so you can see it. But I always get that wrong. I always get that wrong. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us and have a wonderful, blessed night. Thank you.